Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. I'm the founder of Thrive Life and Business, and as well as being a qualified coach, I'm also bringing you my insights into over 15 years of developing people. These days, you'll find me working with my clients and members every day to help them lead in their life and in business. And if this sounds like something you want to do too, stay tuned or contact me for private coaching or for more detail on my group membership, Thrive Together. You'll find everything you need in the show notes. This podcast is dedicated to making sure you feel empowered and reassured that you are totally not alone. So let's dive in. Hello, welcome to episode 48, Self-Worth and Three Reminders. Now, this episode is coming from in a recent workshop inside of Thrive Together. The topic of the month for October 2021 is self-worth. And last week I ran the live workshop on this. And the first thing that I did when I opened up the workshop, which by the way, just for context, when you remember, you can join live and you can also catch up on any of the replays. So if you want to join Thrive Together in future, you can just catch up on this module. But honestly, let me tell you, when you come to these workshops live, it is a completely different vibe. You get to interact with other members, you get to see how other people are saying exactly the same things as you and you felt so alone before the workshop in thinking it was only you. You get live coaching from me. It's just fab, it really is. It's just a great space to hold for each other. But anyway, at the beginning of the workshop, I asked a question and the question that I asked them before we even went into any of the workshop content was, why are you here? If the topic of the workshop is self-worth, why are you here? And I suppose that's where I want to start this episode. It's a great question to ask you. You knew before you press play on this episode, you knew the title, self-worth, three reminders. I think that's what I'm going to call it. If it's something different, then you'll have to forgive me. But the topic is self-worth. So why are you here? What made you click on this episode? I can tell you that for some of my members, some of the answers that came up in terms of, okay, well, why are you here? Why are you here on this workshop? Were things like, because my self-worth is something that I've realised I'm struggling with, is because I seem to put everyone and everything in front of me. I've noticed that I'm tying my self-worth to how productive I am, to how successful I am, to, you know, to how good my business is doing or the promotion that I'm getting. I don't feel good enough. I don't feel like a good enough wife, a good enough mother, a good enough business owner, a good enough daughter or sister. I've struggled with self-worth in the past. I've realised that there's a link between me feeling really low and me having a connection between that low feeling and my self-worth. So before we move any further into this episode, I'm going to ask you the same. Why are you here listening to an episode on self-worth? Is it because you can relate to the way that some of my members have been feeling? Or is it for a completely different reason? The reason I'm asking you this is because I went into this workshop with no slides, no notes, no agenda to tell, no agenda to teach, no agenda to inform, no agenda to lead. I went into this workshop with the intention of guiding my members back to the answers that already lived inside of them. And that's exactly the same as this episode. That's what you can expect from me today. Please, please know that the reminders, the 
prompts that I'm going to be giving you in this episode today, what I would like you to do during this episode is treat the questions I am asking you as inquiries. However you're listening to this episode, if you're sat there with a pen and paper in your journaling, if you're driving, if you're walking the dogs, or if you're just chilling out, I want you to listen to this episode and feel free at any point that you're listening today to pause this episode at any time and think deeply about the questions that I'm going to be throwing at you today. And no, it's not going to be the same as the workshop I delivered for my members because I can't replicate that and nor would I for the integrity of my members and the space that we hold for each other inside Thrive Together. But I am going to ask you some questions that I really do feel like will help you to discover more around your own self-worth and will lead you back to the answer that you gave at the beginning of this episode, which is, why are you here joining me in this episode today? What was it about the title that made you click on it and think that's going to be an episode for me to listen to? The reason that I'm asking you that before we even move into this episode is because your answer to that question, there will be so much value in the true authentic answer that you have to that question. That answer in itself can be so informative and give you so much insight into some of the ways that you would like to invest in yourself that you might not have been consciously aware of before you were asked that question. So I have three questions, three topics, three areas to speak to you about in this episode today. And I'm just going to dive straight in with the first one. So the first reminder that I want to talk about in terms of self-worth is that self-worth is like a muscle. It's a muscle that is constantly building. And the example that I used in the workshop was if you haven't been keeping fit, if you haven't been going into a gym, But all of a sudden you realise, oh shit, you know, there is really some work for me to do on my body and my strength. The first thing to recognise is if self-worth is like a muscle, which it is, you aren't going to go into a gym and start deadlifting 100k. (laughs) And that's exactly what I don't want for you to be doing with your self-worth. Please don't listen to this episode. Realise that there are some areas that you'd like to make improvements on and go all in. Self-worth and building it is like a muscle. So it's gonna take time for you to figure out what works for you, figure out what doesn't, and make small incremental changes. Build it in small incremental ways, which is exactly how you do it if you were being sensible, if you go into the gym for the first time, right? But what I've also realized about building that self-worth muscle is that it isn't only about what you're doing. Self-worth and building that self-worth muscle is not only about the practices that you have and the way that you're building it, but it's so much more also about what you don't do, what you're willing to let go of, what you're willing to unsubscribe to. Let me explain. Building self-worth is often less about what we do and more about what we let go of. And the clue is in the name, self-worth. Self-worth comes from the self. And what we explored in the session that was for many people, they can really recognise that they are outsourcing their self-worth. And a lot of the answers that came out of the workshop around where where is your self-worth currently coming from with things like my success, my productivity, what my family, friends, parents, siblings think about me, what my partner thinks about me, what my clients, co-workers, what my boss thinks about me, what my Instagram audience think about me, how many followers I have, how many likes I get on a post, 
all of that shit, it doesn't take much to realise that the more we invest our self-worth on dependencies external to us, the less worthy we feel. Starting to detach from what they think and tuning in more to what you think and more importantly, what you want to think is about stopping outsourcing your self-worth. It's so much easier to shift your thoughts, shift your energy than it is to shift your reality that you can see with your five senses or you can feel with your five senses. So on this point, this is exactly the reason why you shouldn't trust or base your self-worth on what you're experiencing with your five senses outsourcing your self-worth to all of the things that I mentioned or even your own internal judgments based on what reality you see around you because that shit will have you believing you're not worthy based on someone else's yardstick. Let me give you an example just to really drive this home. If I strip down to my underwear and I took a long hard look in the mirror, I am going to see myself looking back at me. And in this moment, I have options. So if I want to outsource my self-worth, the narrative, the chatter in my head will go, you don't look like how the world says you should look. Your body is completely different to how it used to be. You've got wobbly bits here, droopy bits there, and don't even go there with the side profile. (laughs) You know, your body doesn't look like that person that you see on social media, etc., etc. In these examples of thought, I am basing my self-worth about my body image against societal measures and aesthetic measures on comparing current me with me from five years ago. In a nutshell, I am outsourcing my self-worth, which we know will change. If I'm happy with what I see in the mirror, I feel worthy. If I'm not, I feel unworthy. And based on that, I am therefore likely to treat my body according to how worthy I have decided it is. And that's where this self-worth, action, evidence, validation, self-worth, action, evidence, that's where this loop comes in. But what if I looked in the mirror and what if I just saw, staring back at me, the vessel that carries my soul around? What if I started to appreciate how fucking grateful I am that this vessel allows me to do things? What if I'm able to see that this body allows me to walk my dogs? It allows me to hug my son. It allows me to create my work. It allows me to kiss my husband. What if I let go or unsubscribe from what society is telling me, what images I'm seeing in social media or even previous versions of myself? What if I let that fall away? And if I allow this, then my self-worth is just inherent based on the fact that I exist, that I'm here, and that I'm actually standing in front of this mirror looking at the body that I see, that allows me to do all of these things. That then, therefore, allows me to start thinking thoughts like, what nourishment does this body need? What relationship would be the best one for me to have with this body so that I can continue to use it in the best ways for me and my family and the people I care about? And by the way, yes, other people, if they were looking at my body, they might have an opinion of me, but that's exactly how it is. That's their opinion belonging to them. And their opinion will be based on how they are seeing the world, which by the way, is allowed to be different to me. So does this make sense? Self-worth and building self-worth has started to become a process of initially letting go, surrendering, unsubscribing, and then looking at how I nurture myself from that point. So my first point of this episode is 
in relation to self-worth, in relation to how you are building that muscle, start to think about the things you need to let go of. Start to think about the ideas, concepts, beliefs that you might wanna start unsubscribing to. So literally picture yourself clicking the unfollow button on beliefs that are keeping you from feeling worthy because you are inherently worthy, but there are ideas that will have you believe that you are not. What are they and how can you start letting go of them? So the next idea that I have for you, the next reminder that I have for you in terms of building your self-worth is yes, it's important to think about what you need to let go of, surrender to, unsubscribe for, but it's also about how you are using what you have available to you to build your self-worth. So I wanna ask you some questions around how you might be building your self-worth through the things that you are doing. And in the session, I covered this off by discussing three areas, spiritual, physical, and resources. So I'm gonna hand the baton over to you. I'm gonna ask you some questions around those three areas that will hopefully give you prompts to think about in terms of how you might be building your self-worth or you might recognize areas that you actually wanna start paying attention to. So let's dive in. Spiritual practices around building your self-worth. What practices are you using, if any, to explore yourself and to give your mind the opportunity to explore whether some of the thoughts, emotions, feelings, moods that you're having are accurate or not? How are you getting to know yourself and how are you allowing yourself to get to love the version of you that you are currently being met with? So some examples of this are breathwork, journaling, meditation, guided visualizations. Honestly, I cannot tell you the amount of clients that I have met over the years who have been grabbing external things to try and fill these gaps. I know many, many people feel like they can go round in circles a little bit with these kinds of practices because they feel like they don't want to write down the things that might be going on in their minds. They don't wanna battle with their inner chatter when they're trying to meditate, but that is actually the point. The point is you're able to see the patterns of thought that you're already trapped in. You want to observe your thoughts without judgment. So, so many people don't invest in these kinds of practices because they don't like or they're afraid of what they might see when they do. But guess what? This shit's swimming around in your subconscious anyway, so you may as well get to know it. Because all of the symptoms that you have at the moment around your shitty things are depleting your self-worth, like looking after everyone and everything first, or getting to the end of the day and binge eating on shit food, all of these things that you know that, I don't know that you're doing, because I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but you might be able to identify how you are trying to fill gaps in yourself that you know are coming from a lack of self-worth. What if we just allowed ourselves for a minute just to explore those areas? And when I mentioned earlier, just before about, you know, I know so many people who've spent money and time trying to grab onto external resources. So, you know, buying the latest course on manifestation because they're not happy with their current reality or buying the latest fad diet or exercise regime because they want their body to change or buying a million books that they haven't even read. Because actually the point here is you're not giving yourself the time 
and the space to even invest in yourself, but you feel better that you've made a move on it by buying the fitness DVD or buying the juice cleanse diet or whatever it, whatever it is that you've invested in. But there is so much more for you to gain by just simply connecting to yourself. How are you treating yourself throughout your day? Notice that. Are you rushing around everywhere and putting an immense amount of pressure on your nervous system? Or are are you giving yourself time? Are you giving yourself opportunities to just be? Are you allowing yourself to take in the leaves and the sky? Or are you just rushing the dogs around the block while you answer emails in between calls? Are you throwing a quick salad and a jacket potato together? Or are you eating a pot noodle at your desk? Are you powering up for the day on coffee and powering down on a glass of wine? You know, can you see, how can you expect your self-worth to be built if you're treating yourself physically like shit, right? So that's, that's me covering off with you, your spiritual practices and your physical practices. But then in terms of resources, how do you use things to invest in your self-worth and to build your self-worth? So by things, I mean time, energy, money, I know people who spend hundreds, literally hundreds, on a night out, getting their makeup and hair done, buying an outfit, um, going out for their friend's birthday, buying bottles of champagne. Nothing wrong with any of this, by the way. I'm not, you know, no shade to going out and having an amazing time. But then these same people are using plates and bowls that are all chipped and minging that they have from their first property years and years ago that actually make them feel like shit. What's with that? Same with underwear, same with sitting and scrolling, same with getting involved in drama that's none of your fucking business. It's the things that only you know about. That's what I'm talking about here. How are you spending your time, energy, money, resources, materialistic things that are available to you? It's the relationship that you have with those things, especially the things that only you know about, that is so, so important. A great, great example of this is, I bet you if someone you cared about their opinion or judging you, was coming round to your house for a brew, you tidy up, but if they went and looked in your drawers in your bedroom, what would they see? Be honest. Is it like Monica's closet, you know? And this is the same thing. How are you presenting yourself to the world? How are you in yourself? And is there a misalignment between those two things? And I want to be really upfront and honest with you here. I am personally doing work to align those two versions of myself. The version that I present to the world and the version that I am authentically. That doesn't mean that I'm inauthentic, by the way, and nor does it with you. If you're presenting yourself to the world as one version, but inside your own space, whether that be a physical space or your space inside of your body, um, I suppose, let me just give you some context of that. If you're presenting yourself to the world as this beautifully well put together individual, physically, um, aesthetically pleasing, your home is very beautiful, but actually behind the scenes, you're eating shit, your home's an absolute pigsty, your drawers are all cluttered, or, you know, that's so that's your physical space, or what about your soul space? Let's say you're presenting yourself to the world as this organised powerhouse of a person but inside you're a mess you feel like you haven't got your shit together it's it's that that I'm talking about here and we're all doing our best right so no judgment no shade 
I am coming to you as someone who is aligning those two versions of themselves. And the more self-worth I build, the more comfortable I am with showing the world exactly who I am. Because their judgment, their opinion is just that, their opinion, their judgment, which is secondary to my own. That's what I'm talking about in this example here. I'm talking here about how are you using spiritual practices, um, physical practices, resources like time, energy, money, things to build your self-worth. And the last reminder, the last prompt that I have for you today is how are you allowing your self-worth to be depleted? So hopefully in this episode, you started to gain an insight into your own mind and you've started to think about how you could be building your self-worth. But before we wrap up, I have one final point that I really would love for you to ponder. And this is noticing what could be depleting your self-worth. Now, when we start to do this work and we start to get curious about our self-worth, it's really not uncommon to notice what depletes our self-worth and to question but what the fuck do I do? Now that I see it, what do I do about it? So if I notice that my self-worth is being depleted by judgment of others, if I notice that my self-worth is being depleted because I'm linking my self-worth to my productivity or my success, or if I am noticing that my self-worth is linked to putting myself last before other people or things, what the fuck do I do? The last parting reminder that I would love to give you in this episode is this is absolutely not about building a brick wall around you and around your heart. But this is instead about not getting defensive, being open to the judgment and the opinions of others without it affecting your worthiness. And I'm gonna read you a Brené Brown quote here because it's the best, best quote. I mean, come on, it's Brené Brown. (laughs) She can say it a hell of a lot better than I can and it is this. Whenever I'm faced with a vulnerable situation, I get deliberate with my intentions by repeating this to myself. Don't shrink, don't puff up, stand your sacred ground. Saying this little mantra helps me remember not to get too small so other people are comfortable and not to throw up my armour as a way to protect myself. Let me read that to you again. Whenever I'm faced with a vulnerable situation, I get deliberate with my intentions by repeating this to myself. Don't shrink, don't puff up, stand your sacred ground. Saying this little mantra helps me to remember not to get too small so other people are comfortable and not to throw up my armour as a way to protect myself. So the reason that I chose this quote to finish the episode with is because sometimes when we realise and we start to notice what things, what people, what judgments, what practices maybe are starting to deplete our self-worth, then we can start to want to immediately disengage with those people or practices. So as an example, what came up in my workshop was, well, actually, I'm starting to realise now that my family's judgment is really depleting my self-worth. So what do I do? Do I just stop sharing things with them? Do Do I stop sharing what I'm up to just in case they judge me or... I'm really actually realising that my self-worth is being depleted because of the amount of likes that I'm getting or not getting on Instagram or social media. What do I do? Just not post? No. That is building a brick wall around your heart and it isn't necessary. Just remind yourself 
that everyone is doing the best they can with what they've got. And to finish this point, I wanna read you page 246 of Light is a New Black by Rebecca Campbell, which says, you are not for everyone. The world is filled with people who no matter what you do, will point blank not like you, but it is also filled with those who will love you fiercely, they are your people. You're not for everyone and that's okay. Talk to the people who can hear you. Don't waste your precious time and gifts trying to convince them of your value. They won't ever want what you're selling. Don't convince them to walk alongside you. You'll be wasting both your time and theirs and they'll likely inflict unnecessary wounds which will take precious time to heal. You are not for them and they are not for you. Politely, wave them on and continue along your way. Sharing your path with someone is a sacred gift. Don't cheapen this gift by rolling yours in the wrong direction. Keep facing your true north. I really wanted to finish the episode by reading you that because this whole concept around not building a brick wall around your heart and not shrinking and not puffing up, but just really investing in your own self-worth so that you are looking for it less to be filled up from things outside of you and filling it up more from inside of you without force, but little by little building that self-worth muscle that we talked about right at the beginning of the episode is a priority that only you can decide to make. So hand in the baton firmly over to you. I would love to hear from you if you've listened to this episode and you've had thoughts, you've maybe done some journaling around the prompts that I've given you today. How has this impacted the way you see self-worth? Has it maybe challenged the way that you have perceived it to this point? Have you gained some insights into what might be depleting your self-worth, how you can build your self-worth? Let me know. So I'll see you in the next episode. Please don't forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague, and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram, or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.